Corporate Courtney. I am your host, Courtney Johnson, and this is Floor 31. I don't know about anyone else, but after Sunday's little daylight savings time, I have been moving at a glacial pace. It is sad how hard this week has been. I have looked up multiple times thinking it's Friday, and we are not even close. I mean, Let's be honest, by the time you guys get to this podcast, it won't even have been Friday yet. So, you know I'm struggling. But I know I'm not the only one, because I've seen a lot of jokes about people taking their stimmy and buying back that hour. So, I don't know how this is some people's favorite daylight savings time, or how people don't get excited to get that extra hour of sleep back in the fall, but I am definitely, definitely looking forward to falling back again. In fact, if we fall back and never have to save time again, I won't be sad. I won't be sad about it at all. The days get longer anyways, right? Like before Sunday, y'all started to see the sun stay out a little bit longer. It was starting to get to 7 o'clock and y'all had some sun. So it's not like you need to fudge with the numbers to get more daylight. Just just let us fall back and leave it alone. But I do want to fall back again because I want this extra hour of sleep back. Anyways, this week I wanted to touch on something that I have felt passionate about and is one of the reasons why I started this podcast. And I touched on this in season one, but I kind of wanted to at least start a discussion around choosing the corporate life and choosing to stay in the corporate life. Now, don't get me wrong. Clearly, after... 30 other episodes, I have had my problems with corporate America and how this whole system works. That being said, I personally still feel like the eight to five life is for me. However, sometimes that's really hard to come to terms with when a lot of society and social media, the big push is to be an entrepreneur. The whole drive is to be your own boss. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be working a nine to five. I got to be able to live my life, have my own innovations and my own dreams come true. I don't want to answer to someone else. Or a lot of the articles and podcasts and things that would help formative years of being new and in the workspace post-college, a lot of the information is about how to ditch your nine to five, eight to five situation and how to get over to the entrepreneurial life. And I do not want to knock anyone's hustle. I understand that everyone has their own path. I also think that there can be hybrid paths where you still do your nine to five and you own your own business. But for some of us, owning our own business is not in the cards or not the dream right now. And like I said, that's really hard to come to terms with sometimes because the pressure that we're getting about corporate America and having these these jobs that help make America in and of itself function and really truly the world function, but 
to be doing those jobs, there is almost this feeling of being looked down upon. You're just a cog in the machine and you do not provide a lot of value. You can't possibly be as prestigious as someone who owns their own business. And quite frankly, I just don't think that's true. And it's so unfortunate that there's not more conversation around this coming from a lot of people who have been generally successful in corporate America. The movement to discredit those of us who have traditional work lives is sometimes overwhelming. And I think there's a lot of there's a lot of value in both. So I don't want to spend this time knocking the entrepreneur life. That's not what this episode is going to be about. But I did want to kind of go into why I personally feel like at this point in my life, working in corporate America works for me. Because baby, I love stability. Security is my thing. I had a security blanket. I use my t-shirts as security. I get insurance on almost everything I buy, even though I know I won't remember that I have insurance on it and therefore it is a waste of money. But the idea of security brings me comfort. I'm afraid of heights, but if I have guardrails or a string or something that I can hold on to and make me feel secure as I go up these heights, I don't have a problem, which means I can go as far up on the corporate ladder as I see fit because I know I've got these rungs and I'm going to hold on with my dear life, right? However, some people do well with risk. I don't like to gamble. I'm not a gambler. When I went to Vegas, I got up $2 and... I did not play anymore. I could be 98% sure I'm correct and I'm not going to bet on it. I don't even like bracketology unless it's all for fun and games and credit. I'm not putting any money down on a bracket. That's not, that's not me because I like stability in the idea of the known. So when I think about my work life and that every two weeks I'm going to make money (laughs) or I know that I'm going to be pulling in this much per year because I get it. Some pay scales are not bi-weekly. I may get a job where it's once a month or something of the sort. But still, that security of knowing that I'm going to be able to make it just makes sense for me. And sure, I could be laid off at any given moment at any given time. That is not stability. But I can go get another job and I can know that it can be that way again. It's not like this week I know I'm not going to make any money or next week I don't know that anyone's going to be interested in this product or or something of that sort. My whole livelihood is not in the bounds and swaying by the way the wind blows. And to me, that is scary and risky and something that I personally would not enjoy. So... Again, corporate America makes sense. Just the idea of having a steady income and stock options and medical without having to go fight with the rest of America to figure out how I'm going to get it takes a lot of the pressure off of me. And as someone who's highly functioning and highly anxious all of the time, anything that I can do to take that edge off is more beneficial to my everyday life. That being said, I also get bored very easily. Uh, If you've been following what I've been saying and about my career, about every three years, I get the itch 
<laughs> and I feel like I need to change pace, find something new. And in corporate America, I feel like I have the freedom to do that. I can switch jobs internally. I can pivot and focus on something on a project basis. I can leave companies. I can switch industries. When you own your own business, a lot of the time the things that have to happen and the things that you have to do are always the things that you kind of have to do or at least delegate out, but something that you're still responsible for. I can completely change who I am within corporate America and still keep that stability and the weight and the burden of how things function and flow in that other life that I've left behind is not on me. And I love that. I can let it go and things will keep operating as they have been or at least keep spinning. And it's not always on me to be even concerned about what it, what's going on. And I can always go back. For the most part, if you don't burn bridges while you're making your move, people tend to accept the fact that you have that experience and the knowledge base and will come back. But there's such a vast opportunity in a lot of these places and spaces that you get to explore and you get to really tap into. And you don't quite know what you love until you've experienced it, right? And I think that discovery can be made as you build your own business, but a lot of it is still very focused on what you have to do to keep the, the wheels spinning. And the variety without the responsibility is more appeasing to me. And I may be helping someone else build their own dream, but I personally feel like I could get a more balanced life working in corporate America. The sell and the pitch for that entrepreneur life that happens when you're in college is sometimes very skewed. It is not a four-hour work week, work from wherever you want, do whatever you want. Yes, you have the flexibility to create your own hours, but for most people, working your own business and trying to create your own dream, you are working more hours and you are grinding hard to make this dream come true. And though that can be very gratifying in the end, it doesn't leave a lot for the balanced work life that you may want. Technically, when I get done from work, or I guess pre-COVID, when I came home from work, I could shut down. I didn't technically have to think about work again. I didn't really always have to open up my laptop and get going again. I could shut it off. And I could work my passions and my projects and hang out with friends and pick last-minute flights to New Orleans as I pleased because there wasn't so much riding on me that I couldn't. I think that there is a much more balanced life that you could have where you could work on your purpose and you can find your passions and work on them separately without the need or the constant drive of thinking that you have to do it to make money. I think as a generation, no one has hobbies anymore. Everything is a side hustle. It's got to be a multiple streams of income life. So you have to Take what you're good at or something that you enjoy and you have to figure out a way to make money off of it. And that may help you build generational wealth and that may help you feel at ease and be able to afford the things and pay off debt. I get it. But at some point, you've got to find joy in this life. 
there has to be something that isn't work all the time. And even if it's something that you love, when you turn it into a job, it still work. And your body has a response to it that it feels like you aren't getting a break. And pre-COVID, when we were in the office, the company, the company tends to take care of you. There are free lunches. My favorite thing to do pre-COVID when we were in the office was try to find out where there was free food and how to get to it fastest. There were groups dedicated to announcing where they saw free food and people would load up. You could have your lunch and dinner set for free because all there are lunch meetings everywhere and client schmoozing and things of that nature. There were also free baseball games for us. They would take the entire team out. We would get to go do team bonding events. There were holiday parties. All of those things came to us for free for working there to keep morale up and to keep you interested. And I think you lose out on some of that when you're working by yourself or you have to curate it for the people that you've employed. And that's not nearly as much fun as getting to benefit from it. And even now that we're in these COVID times and we're not getting to do as much of the fun stuff, I think I've had experiences where the director has been like, hey, take the rest of the afternoon off and I'm still getting paid for it. And there's not a lot of opportunity to have a lot of free time and get paid for it when you own your own business, because that time should be towards trying to get new customers, trying to get more product and, you know, developing something. And when you take it off, even if you are still making money, you're not doing it passively. And I think that that's something that you, you still miss out on. And, And of course, things are absolutely different now that we're, you know, home and we're working from home and we're not getting as much free time as we used to. And we're not getting some of those benefits of being in a shared office space. But I think a lot of the time, the community that comes with being a part of a corporation is so beneficial. You meet so many different people from so many different backgrounds and ways of life. And you get to learn from their experiences. You get to talk to other people You know, you get that social interaction that sometimes you would miss when you're running your own business or creating your own dream. And that can't be beat in a setting that creates this environment where though we aren't really a family and don't let corporations try to fool you on that, but there is a community feel to everything. I would take time out of the middle of the day to go grab Starbucks with a coworker. We would do laps around the building. We would you know, have long lunches and really enjoy, you know, getting to spend time with one another and talking. And we could call it a one-on-one or say it was a meeting. So those things that aren't always a tangible asset, when you look at it, that being in that space and having that opportunity, you create this environment that allows for a little more peace, even when it is a little crazy. So If you are a corporate America lackey, you know, or, you know, you feel like you've been getting flack for working someone else's dream or not being your own boss, I would say don't be ashamed of it, you know, right? The entrepreneur life is not for everybody. And just because you do have a dream and you want to see it through and you want to make your own business 
I don't think that that means that you have to quit your job either. I strongly believe in both. And I strongly believe that what works for you works for you. You know, college isn't for everyone. Trade school isn't for everyone. Entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. And corporate America isn't for everyone. But everyone must find their own path. And we have to stop shaming one another about what we choose and what we do to make ourselves happier. Each individual is the different. And I think when we start to accept that and start to balance that, we can start to see that this world doesn't spin without each and every one of us playing our part in it. Technically, we're all cogs in the machine because everything is a machine. It's just one big machine and we're all making it work. So whether you're working for someone else, you're owning your own business, you know, you're, you're providing a service, you're providing a product. I think that that makes the world what it is today and it can be beautiful. And just because I am enjoying it doesn't mean I can't call out the faults in it. It doesn't mean I won't continue to hold others accountable for making it better. And I think that can be said in all aspects of life. You can enjoy something, but also make sure that you're you're holding flame to fire. And that's all I've got for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you like this episode, please leave a review, um, subscribe to corporate Courtney so you never miss an episode. And if you have feedback or ideas on something you want to hear or talk about, please let me know at the corporate Courtney podcast at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on social media at underscore corporate court. And until next time. Toodles.